Hi, it's your friends, Karen and Laura, and we're here today for another episode of Talk It Out. And before we get into the conversation, we want to tell you a little bit about the two sponsors who are helping get today's episode out to you. Studio 88 is dentistry's story-driven marketing agency. For the first time, dental practices don't have to choose between a beautiful website and performance digital marketing. Studio 88 story-driven web experiences, along with their performance-based marketing packages, give practices the best of both worlds. That's right. Beauty and science come together in what might be the last website you'll ever need that attracts, captivates, and connects with your community. Dentistry needs better stories. You have a story worth sharing. Studio 88 is committed to bringing it to life. Check out their website to learn more, s8e8.com, or find them on Instagram at studio8e8. We're also super excited about our second sponsor, SKF Practice Solutions. Now, SKF Practice Solutions are exclusively devoted to open dental software, training and revenue cycle management. Now, why does that matter? Their laser focus means they know this specific software's ins and outs better than anybody else. Yeah, they, they've noticed that many dentists, especially those striving to strike the right work-life balance, can feel overwhelmed with the complexities of private practice. So their services are tailored for them. By partnering with SKF Practice Solutions, dentists can significantly boost their practice efficiency, reduce burnout, and most importantly, find more time for what truly matters. Yes, it's every step of the way that SKF Practice Solutions, they uphold their core values, their integrity, efficiency, accuracy, knowledge, and gratitude. So let them empower your practice today. You can visit them at skfpracticesolutions.com slash mint to get a free copy of their RCM toolkit. So now we're going to head on over and we're going to talk it out. Hey again, it's your friends, Karen and Laura. Welcome back to Behind the Mask on the Mint Door podcast. Today, we're going to dive into the incredible journey of Dr. Aditi Agwal, a practicing dentist, innovator, and superman. Join us as we unlock her secrets to success and glean invaluable wisdom from her remarkable story. Yeah, Dr. Agarwal's journey began at just 18 when she embarked on a dental school adventure in India. From there, she undertook a rigorous residency, worked in an aesthetic practice in Dubai, and pursued her Doctor of Dental Medicine degree from Boston University. Discovering her passion for dentistry and also a life-changing connection with her now husband along the way. After years of experience in the dental industry, Dr. Agarwal fearlessly ventured into entrepreneurship, opening not one but two startup dental practices. Her determination and innovative spirit propelled her to success, and she became deeply involved in revolutionizing the dental industry as the chief marketing officer of Practice by Numbers, an all-in-one platform empowering healthcare professionals. So in this episode, we'll delve into Dr. Agarwal's experiences and unlock the secrets that shaped her success. 
Through her unique perspective, we aim to provide you, our listeners, with invaluable insights and guidance. So let's step through the mint door and behind the mask with Dr. Aditi Agarwal. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Mint Door Podcast. Today, we are honored to talk it out with Dr. Aditi Agarwal. Dr. Aditi, thank you so much for being with us today. We cannot wait to visit with you and learn some wisdom and really dig into talking it out. Well, thank you, Laura and Karen, for inviting me to your podcast. I am absolutely thrilled to be here. And shoot. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's, let's just get dive straight in. Um, and our first question for you, Aditi, is can you tell us about any insecurities that you've had over your career that you've maybe hidden behind that professional mask that you wear? Well, Karen, that is a very loaded question, and I'm sure you've heard that. <laughs> Not just from me, but from many, many other people. So I will give you a little background story. I am a first-generation American, and I have moved two countries just to follow dentistry. So my biggest insecurity every step of the way was, you know, am I going to be good enough? You know, will I lose it all? And I think this has been one of my driving forces behind all of my achievements, really. And um, my family came from humble means. And my father really always reinforced, you know, the power of in hard work, and never giving up. And because of, you know, both the humble means and moving a lot, um, I faced a number of challenges at a very young age. For instance, I had to learn um, just at the age of 18 to adjust to a whole new country, a new way of living, a new society, along with being the pre- along with the pressures of being in academics in as a dental student. And you know that's a lot for most people to handle. Um, and I've always been goal oriented, and realized like really early on that we have to kind of pave a way for ourselves in this world, you know. And I think because I faced so many challenges earlier, I had challenges. I had uh, failures that was early, early on in my career. And I'm actually glad for them because they made me stronger and they made me even more determined, both as a clinician and as a businesswoman, that, you know, to hold my own and to Prove it not just to anybody else, but to myself that I could survive. Mm-hmm. You know, and being a woman in dentistry, and actually the only woman in my family to hold a doctorate degree, and a woman of color. I mean, all of these come with their own set of challenges. Mm-hmm. And but for me, what it did to me was these experiences made, made me very self reliant. Mm-hmm. I always tried to find a way to solve the problem myself. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but that's what it made me do because I didn't have anybody to turn to. And 
My son told me one day, mom, if I ever need anything done, I will come to you because I know that you will find a way to get it done. (laughs) And sometimes that's a heavy hat to wear. Mm -hmm. But I'm a hard worker. I'm an eternal optimist. And I'm also a yes person who Mm -hmm. likes to take on a challenge. Mm -hmm. But that was the young me. (laughs) The older and wiser me has learned that I think it's not necessary to do it all alone. Mm -hmm. And there are many like me who think that you have to struggle and fight through it, but you don't. Dentistry is an isolating profession, but, you know, with the power of social media, the world is smaller, much smaller than it has ever been before. And I'm sure that, you know, we can find at least one person who's going through the same challenges that you are at a given point and who can actually help you. And I mean, as a dentist, I think we're all wired to function that way, to figure it out in isolation and to let the million hats that we wear consume us and to deal with our problems and insecurities in isolation. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I've learned, with the, I think it's, I call it wisdom with experience, is that you know, I've learned to levy other people's strengths now to help me reach up just a little bit higher. And um, COVID, you know, hit us all really hard. Um, and for me, I think it put my life in perspective. I thought, wow, I have this incredible product that my husband and I have made, and it helped me so much that I'm able to get through this COVID shutdown with some security, you know, then why am I not sharing this with my peers? Mm -hmm. I heard all the troubles, all the other dentists were in on social media during that time, during the COVID shutdown and thought, oh, darn, if only they had had practice by numbers, Mm -hmm. maybe they might not have been in this situation. Mm -hmm. And so, That's why introvert me decided to come out of my shell and talk about this wonderful product because it honestly saved me in many, many ways. That's, I mean, thank you for sharing all of that and the the story from start to finish. And if I can just reflect back to you, as you said, I think your own words were humble beginnings where you came from. And I just want to say to anybody who's listening, Uh, to move countries once is difficult to move twice is must be incredibly difficult I've done it once um but I I didn't have to start work as a dentist or go to dental school when I arrived um so I can only take my hat off to you to say what you have achieved even at just at the very start of the whole story is incredible to then follow the rest of that story with all the drive and determination and the story you know lessons from your father and put together it's it's you're an incredible woman to be able to Mm -hmm. to do all of that so thank you for letting us listen oh thank you Karen I mean you know you you kind of have to do it even you have you have to get through it right you have to walk through mud to see the rainbow or see the the path ahead, you know, 
You don't just get the yellow brick road. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody write that down. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and I, I love that you share. Thank you for sharing all of that, because the more I think we hear stories like that, the more courage it gives us when we are in the mud looking for the yellow brick road. Right. I mean, we are all going to get be there one day. I think that's the journey called life. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're a teenager, or you're in your 20s, you don't think you know, you think that it's just a straight walk and, you you know, you just think, oh, I took a wrong turn. The yellow brick road is on the left. I took a right. But no, the yellow brick road is on the right. But there's this whole big patch of mud that you have to, <laughs> you have to go through to mm-hmm. catch that road. Yeah. But it's there. It's there. It's yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious and and I'd love to... We'll get into your amazing business, your entrepreneur side as well here. But I'm curious now if any of those insecurities um, that you used to hide, fear of failure or your introversion or any other else of the um, insecurities, do they ever pop back up? And if so, how do you deal with them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They pop back up. But, you know, the good thing is now I have history behind me, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm older and wiser. And when they pop back up and I have to tell myself, well, you got through this, right? You faced this challenge, maybe in a different way, maybe 10 years ago. But you did survive. You did come out. You came out of it stronger. So if it pops up, I just have to tell myself, it's okay. You know, tomorrow will be another day. I'm still a practicing. I practice full time. I have two startups. They have challenges every day, you know, and we have staffing challenges every day. And before, when I had opened my practice initially, yeah, and I'd get the phone call, especially from staff, you know, that, oh, I can't make it because of whatever, I would freak out. I would get upset I would stress out and now okay let's see what we can do we'll try to make the best of the day and sometimes you just have to you know what you can't control and I'm a control freak when (laughs) what you can't control you kind of have to let it go into the universe and uh, and it will be okay That's wonderful. That's wonderful advice. And yeah, so how have how do you think those insecurities have shaped you throughout the years? Well, you know, I think they made me stronger, right? Because um I'm very determined. I don't give up easily. I can be a royal pain in the, you know, to people because I don't give up. <laughs> and um, I'm very uh, goal oriented, and it's it's and what that has done is even my team that uh, that is around me now that they know the kind of person I am. It's funny how when you are a certain way, your team starts to become that way, and they start to look at you like, okay, this is what makes her happy. Let's try to 
let's try to do it so that she's happy or rather she'll get off my back. You know what I mean? Either way, right? <laughs> so <laughs> because the fear of failure has is so ingrained in me, I, I, I'm an extremely hard worker. Um, and that's, you know, like, like I said, I still have, I still practice full time. I'm also the marketing, uh, sort of person for practice by numbers. So I travel, I go to the shows and I'm doing all of these jobs and still taking care of two kids and, um, you know, my household. Um, most people <clears throat> I say would probably buckle under this amount of responsibility but I thrive in it I enjoy it I feel like I'm always looking for uh the next best thing like you know next thing to achieve so I guess I'm a workaholic with a high achiever label or whatever you want to put but so that's you know kind of where I am Mm -hmm. um and I think that's one of the driving forces behind, be, because of my insecurities, I'm the way I am today. And now I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> that just goes to show everybody that things, the bumps in the road that come up, they form who you will be. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow's version of us is always different from today's. We're never exactly the same as we are today. Tomorrow, we're always a little bit different. Mm -hmm. If I can just take a quick, I'm going to turn down another alley of the yellow brick road and go somewhere else with this. But it's too good an opportunity to miss having you here today. If that we need to ask you for people who are listening and they're hearing about practice by numbers and what you, we'll talk a little bit more about what you do, but. Can you share with us some of the top metrics that you think dental practices should be measuring? Because I think this is a question that anybody who knows you will want to know the answer to this. Absolutely. You know, um, the top KPIs or key performance indicators of a practice, uh, in my opinion, at least I'll give you the top five that I think should be measured consistently. One is the hygiene pre-appointment rate. And I can tell you why, you know, the hygiene pre-appointment rate, it's like a, it's like a crystal ball. Okay. If you know the amount of revenue you're going to get in six months, I mean, that helps you plan. Okay. You can plan for staffing. You can plan for equipment. Heck, you can even plan if you need to add more procedures and things. So it, it's, it's, if somebody's giving a crystal ball and you don't take it, that's kind of, you know, <laughs> counterintuitive. Um, and also how it helps the patients is, you know, patients like the fact that, you know, they're creatures of habit, right? And they're also creatures of convenience. And they, if they're able to get that, the time that they like for, you know, scheduling, people appreciate that because if they want that 4 p.m. appointment, on a Thursday night that works for them and they're able to get it consistently, they're happy with that. Mm-hmm. And also they're happy about the fact that, you know, you're doing service to your community. You're keeping oral health disease, oral disease at bay. You are, you know, 
making sure that your patients are coming for their three-month, four-month, six-month recall. And that's important. That's that's very, very important. Um, and your staff loves it because guess what? Now they don't have to call those patients. And and also if you don't, you know, you see in your hygiene pre-appointment rate that you're not getting enough appointments scheduled in six months, then you already know something's wrong, right? So it's important. Otherwise, how will you fix what's broken if you don't know what's broken? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know to me it's as simple as that. That that would be the my top one. Mm-hmm. And another KPI that I would talk about is you know treatment acceptance. It's funny people take it personally, and as a dentist, I used to take it personally when a patient wouldn't schedule their treatment. I'd be like, what did I do wrong? What did I not? You know, maybe I didn't communicate properly. Maybe I didn't educate them well, or maybe I didn't give them financial options. But unless you track it, how will you know where you're lacking? Mm-hmm. Right? If you don't, again, if you don't know where you're lacking, you can't improve, you can't change, right? Maybe it is financial options. Maybe you need to start introducing membership plans or something, but you don't know that. So, that is one of the other metrics that's really, really key that I'm saying treatment acceptance as in to see where it's getting accepted, what's getting accepted, and, you know, what kind of patient population is accepting it. And kind of ins- when you really take a deep dive, insurance kind of plays a role in that as well. So there's a lot of factors that come into treatment acceptance. But I don't think, and I, for the longest time, used to take it personally. And that's why I feel like I want to take that burden off the dentist's mm-hmm. shoulders to say, you know, it's not personal. There are so many other little things that go into it. And you need to figure out what's not working. Mm-hmm. You yeah. said a word there that Laura and I love. We love the word unburden. Um, <laughs> unburden is the name of one of our workshops. It's unburden to flourish. So you fit right in the mint door with when you use words like that it makes us very happy because it literally is take the weight mm-hmm. off practice owner's shoulders with what yep. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the other metrics that I like to, uh, you know, measure is actually people think it's kind of weird. It's the failed and canceled appointment. People think, why would you waste time? you know, looking at that. Uh, To me, I think it's a resource because one, I don't have to spend marketing dollars on getting new patients when I already have existing patients and I just need to find a way to reactivate them. And I I think, and also within Practice by Numbers, we don't have to physically call the people. We can create a custom email or a text message and say, Hey, Mr. Jones, we see you missed your appointment. We understand life happens, but your oral health is important to us. So let's find a way to get you back on the books. And believe it or not, it's so crazy, but patients love it because you know what? They care about themselves, right? And if they get the fat, they get to feel that you care about them. That's uh, even though they didn't show up for that appointment for whatever reason, life happens, uh, but you still care about them within reason, 
right? Mm-hmm. You, you, they appreciate that. You know, I've had so many text messages saying pe- from people who say, well, thank you so much for reaching out and really caring about us, even though we couldn't, you know, make that appointment. Mm-hmm. So you, you are developing value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even in your canceled and failed appointments. So I know everybody says, hmm, that's your top five. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, you know, it's it's really interesting, but I love how you're taking a um a lot of, like you said, things that burden practice owners. And instead of allowing them to keep burdening burdening you, you look with curiosity as to what can you do about it, which when we take action feels so much better than when we just, you know, sit and ruminate about the problem, right? Exactly, exactly. And so when you have metrics that can help you do that, and, you know, you're not having to do this manually or your staff is not having to make those phone calls because heck yes, if you, if I told my staff, Oh, go through all the cancel appointments for the last month and give them a call. They'll be looking at me like, what? (laughs) But, um, but if we have these and we have these ways to do this, we have technology, we have tools, Mm -hmm. we just have to use them. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they're there to make our lives easier. I mean, that's why practice my numbers was created, right? It was created to make my life easy. Right. Because we need that. I'm a a busy mom, too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what can we automate, right? So, um, but one of the other KPIs that I like to track is, you know, your uh, production versus collection, right? This is like that big elephant that nobody wants to talk about. (laughs) But you kind of have to know this production collection ratio, especially if you're an ins- you know insurance heavy uh, provider, and and this is my reasoning for it. Or I'll tell you why. I mean, so you know, most of us think that it's production is the engine that drives the practice. In my mind, it actually isn't. Collection is the engine that drives the practice. Production is just the gas that you put in it. Mm. And if your engine is faulty, no matter what gas you put in it, you're not going to be able to drive. Mm-hmm. That's a That's great analogy. That's great. I love it. So... That's how I look at it. That's why it is so important to know. And again, in in this, there's a lot of a big insurance piece that kind of comes into play with the production collection thing as you dive deep into it. Mm -hmm. But this is just, you know, high level. People always think that production is what drives the engine. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. And it takes years to understand that concept. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. These are these are fascinating KPIs and I love the fact that that you know you with your husband developed this to make your life easier. And now you're sharing it. That's that's 
that's amazing. You know, another hats off to you um, for for wanting to to bring this to dentists and make their lives easier as well. Um, so if if there is a practice or a dentist that's listening that is is thinking, this sounds like it makes sense, and I'd like to make my life easier. And uh, how how do they go about working with practice by numbers? What would the first steps be? What could they expect? Um, walk us through a little of that. Sure. So um, you know the easiest ways to everything is online these days. So you want to go to our website, which is www.practicenumbers.com. So that's P-R-A-C-I-T-C-E number by. There's a by in between. People get confused with that. And you can just, uh, there is a tab that says to request a demo. Mm-hmm. And uh, just hit the tab and sign up. And we have a small sales team, which will reach out and will, you know, help you go through the demo. And also, besides uh, Laura, the analytics part, practice by numbers, is a full CRM. So what that means is that we do full patient engagement with text and email reminders, with forms that write back to your PMS, by the way, and with online booking, online payments, online review generation. I mean, so these are all things that we do that's patient-facing, mm-hmm. Right. And so we not only do analytics, but we also do this. So we kind of have like a full package or suite of things that you don't have to really go anywhere because we're all tired of subscriptions. Mm-hmm. I know I was. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, really difficult, especially again during COVID times, to find staff who would be like, oh, yeah, I can toggle through 10,000 windows, no problem. So... <laughs> Um, but you could reach us that way and then uh, get your demo scheduled. And that way you can look at all the things that we provide. Don't get scared with we with the KPIs. We have over 600 of them, but you can pick and choose and they're all cu- completely customizable. And uh, then you once you onboard, we have a support team and we have, uh, you will get a dedicated support person who will be your support person for the duration of the time you're with uh, practice by numbers, mm. which hopefully will be a very long time. <laughs> nice. That's nice. So, you know, maybe share a, a success story with us, like a practice that do you have a, on the top of, off the top of your head, do you have a, a practice that, um, you know, wasn't using practice by numbers and then started any any thoughts from these practices? So I met uh, this practice owner uh, just uh, actually two months ago at, no, maybe last month at DEO. And he came up to me and said, I, I have not met him before and I don't know him. Uh, he's a dentist. And he came up to me and he said, I love practice by numbers. I said, oh, that's awesome. He said, did you know my revenue doubled? I said, oh, that's amazing. He said, um, and I was like, um, that, you know, it, he said, yep, we expanded. We started out in two locations and they're a DSO. I think they have about 13 locations. 
And uh, he said, well, we started using it in two locations, but we, we've been using them it in all 13 for now over, I don't know, a few years. And he said that it has been amazing for them um, as both as business owners as well as practitioners uh, because there's so many things that they can do with it. And it's all, you know, what I tell everybody, how we differ from our competitors is that, you know, a lot of our competitors bought different uh, little pieces, like a pieces of a puzzle and try to put them together. Whereas we're synergistic. We built it all from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So our integrations are seamless. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> you know, nothing can beat that. Mm-hmm. Nothing can beat the excitement I felt when I got this big hug from this person who I don't know <laughs> and said we changed his life and his practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not allowed to name names, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it it was it was an awesome feeling. And I felt I finally felt like, you know, maybe I am on the right path of getting out there and spreading the word, because that's what I'm looking for is is that that feeling of contentment and happiness uh, from every practitioner that says, you know, this has worked for me, you know. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I would just like to say thank you for working through your insecurities <laughs> and go- keeping on track on that yellow brick road, even when there's mud. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you guys so much for letting me share my story. You know, I think it's impactful for, I want the younger generation of dentists, they're coming out with so many challenges already. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the dif- biggest difference is they have a lot more tools and resources. Mm-hmm. And I just want them to kind of know that, you know, we're out here to help them. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is created for the dentist by the dentist. And I want them to, we, I've been each and every pain point that we've talked about, I have lived through it. And that doesn't mean you have to live through it. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we thank you so much for spending some time with us and sharing your story and um, all of the wonderful things that you are adding to the world. Uh, We hope that our listeners found some encouragement from your amazing story and that they reach out. We will make sure that um, all the links that they need to to reach out to you will be in the show notes so that they reach out um, and explore Practice by Numbers and or reach out if if they would like to visit with you about your journey. And um, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. You're welcome. Thank you, Aditi. And keep shining bright. Uh, We will see what you do with the the next phase of the Yellow Brick Road and um, be cheering (laughs) you on. Long road. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Walk. uh, What do you think? I just kind of put my foot out of one foot out of the mud. The other one's still in there. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's going to be a great road and we can't wait to see see where you go with it. So thanks for spending some time with us 
And for our listeners, know that we adore you. And we will be back with another episode of the Mint Door Podcast soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.